Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. How do you want to start? I'm looking at the agenda. It doesn't really give us much. Um. Hold on. I'm right. Bear with. I am freaking out. Hold on. <laughs> <sighs> Just testing my pen. <sighs> Fuck. Don't worry, Steve. <laughs> oh, I've never done this before. This is weird. Right. It's okay. fine. This is just the pilot. It's okay. fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Right. Agenda. What we're we doing? What's what's on the agenda? Um. Well, I don't know. All it says is introduce the show, including names. But I mean, how much do we need to include? Do we like go into why we're here or how we're here? I don't know how you guys feel. Um. I think we should just go with names. Hmm. Introduce the premise of the show and go with names. Mm-hmm. Do you want to introduce it then? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, my name's Steve, and uh, welcome to the British People Podcast. Uh, we'll be discussing what happens in Britain and shining a light on how the common British man, or woman, of course, feels about the latest news, entertainment, and culture. You... I don't know. Should we? Should we? Should we really be saying that we're representing everyone? No, but you know what I'm getting at. We've all got quite ordinary opinions. None of us are specialists in any areas, as far as I know. I know, but shouldn't we be really clear that we don't think we're representing the whole of Britain? I mean, we've got a woman who's to say Arthur's not black. Oh, I'm not. Brilliant. Well, incidentally, the casting call is still out for a fourth host, so if you're interested, email the address in the show notes. I mean, we've established that we're already three white people, so I think the producer is looking for an ethnic minority. Just FYI. You can't say that. That's discrimination. (laughs) We've got one white female host and two white male hosts. That is not enough diversity for a podcast called British People. Does it really matter? Right, we'll get everyone on board then. Noah's Ark style. Or just someone who isn't white or male. Even better if they're not straight. We're all pretty young too and that. Yeah. yeah. Do you two not want to be here or something? I think I'm comparatively safe on the diversity checklist compared to you two. <sighs> Should we just start this again? Go from the top. Yeah. You do it then, Jane. Wow us with your pedantic disclaimers. Hello and welcome to British People, the bi-monthly news, entertainment and culture podcast hosted by a few typical British people. We're actually looking for a fourth host, preferably someone of an ethnic minority as we're all white so far. Any minority will do as long as you currently live in Britain and if you're not cis, even better. That's not to say that just because you belong to a minority group that you'll automatically get the job. Obviously, if you're the best man for the job, then you're the best person. I mean, person. Um, If you're the best person for the job, then that's regardless of your background. There. Uh, We've got uh, the phone-ins and guest shows for some bits, mine, so haven't we? Is that right? Yeah. So? Well, maybe the the producer um, will get all the diversities in those. Hmm. Uh See? Solved it. Right, come on then. What's the uh, the news from the past two weeks then? We haven't done the names. Okay, right. My name is Steve. I'm Jane. And I'm Arthur. All right? Great. Now we'll do the news of the last two weeks. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Who's kicking off? 
Who who wants to start? Are we just going to go in um, order the agenda? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So um, the uh, it's kicking off in Bristol. Basically, um, it's been riots and protests about um the police action and that. It's got to get me notes up. Yeah. So um, last Thursday, about 130 people were demonstrating against like the government's new police and crime bill, and they gathered at College Green. Mm. Two days after, another protest happened in the city, which turned violent this time, um, and that injured several several <coughs> police officers. Um, witnesses have seemed to have said it was quite heavy-handed by the police and shocking to see. Did anyone die? Nope. Definitely no one died. It just got a bit out of hand, really. They were trying to protest against the police and the bill and... The, the second protest, um, which was two days later, got out of hand. Have you seen what that bill wants? Uh, not quite. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Well, I had a look. It shows how you really need to look at more than one source. Because I looked at a Telegraph one and it sort of sold it as the only thing people had issue with was that they couldn't park their car if they were being noisy in an area. And it sort of made out that that's what people were protesting about. But then I went to bristolpost.co.uk and they were saying what they were actually protesting against is that they're trying to make it legal that you can't protest without permission. I thought that was the case. I thought you needed a permit to protest anyway. No, it's everything. So, like, I mean, even if you wanted to just stand outside of the government building with, a like, a sign... You wouldn't be allowed to do that. You'd be carted off. Oh, you're joking. Oh, so they revoke... Okay, I see. So you wouldn't be able to stand, like, on a bench in Hyde Park and say what you want anymore? No. So it would be literally... It would be like taking away your free speech. It would be yeah, like saying you no. can have your free speech, but you've got to put in a submission form and it has to be approved before you can actually exercise it. Not exactly free then, is it? Nay. That's mad. There's no... no yeah, there's no way that they should be able to do that. Mm, and they want to give more power to the police so they can be more brutal when they're arresting people at protests. Really? Yeah, we've seen they're already allowed to be brutal enough. I don't really see what that would do in any form of democracy. Yeah, because they all, they all go kitted up with uh, tear gas and stuff like that, don't they? And batons ready to... Well, yeah, I've got a picture here. Yeah. They are proper geared up. Mm. I mean... Yeah, there's been like two major protests in, since COVID, hasn't there? And this this is like a direct response to that. They're saying you can only protest if we say it's okay. And I think this is the only protest that needs to be now. Whereas the other two, I was a bit like, okay, maybe after COVID. Mm. Yeah, this one's that's that's scary though. Can you imagine someone just like writing up a bill and being like, right, you can't you can't say what you want anymore. You've got to get approval from us to even. Mm gather in the street and say that look we're not happy with this that's crazy no no yeah. thanks it's like trying to squash democracy just flat out squash it yeah yeah just like no you can't say what you want to say it's like what mm. <laughs> exactly any thoughts arthur uh it's just a bit mental isn't it really just I don't see the point in it, really. You know, there's a, like it was saying about the pictures we've got here. You know, they've got police dogs and um, riot officers called in. It just seems a lot of hassle. Just, just I don't know. I don't see the point in them. Look at them all sitting down. Oh, no distancing. Oh, you've got a problem with them 
protesting. <laughs> so you, yeah, you're you're not happy with the people blocking the street. Yeah, I can't be doing with it. I hate all this protest stuff. You know, look at them. So you'd be happy that they're not allowed to protest in the future? Um, well, maybe, but it always gets, you know, that they're saying it's got very hostile, you know, the atmosphere got wrong, bottles flying over people's heads, you know, and the police, the right police were really under attack. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, stupid, I think. Well, one of the other things, they want to bring in, like, that, you know, in America, how Trump was able to just sort of come up with a law he wanted to do and then he could just do it he didn't have to get it passed yeah through, like the whole government like we do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well in the bill there's like an element of that they want to be able to do that to a certain extent so it's really it's really like they're just trying to take down democracy at this point oh jesus that is a scary thought mm. arthur how can that not bother you uh what was that again sorry <laughs> they're, they're trying to cut the country's vocal cords, basically. So some guy can write down on a bit of paper saying, oh, this is a new law, and no one needs to vote on it. It just goes through. Yeah, that, I, I, I think we should do things like over the internet, just sign a petition, and if it, like, I don't know, reaches a few hundred thousand, then you can talk about it in Parliament. But going out in the street, kicking off, just hustle. And, I mean, luckily doesn't affect me too much but um yeah i don't see the point in it i don't know it could kind of cut down how many people can do that though i mean not everyone has the internet yeah yeah no ain't they like a crazy stat that it's quite a high percentage of people that don't have the internet or decent internet in the uk aren't these like students oh. though shouldn't they they must have some phone or internet for this that's if they can afford it Hmm. I suppose uh, I was thinking more like homeless people or the elderly. Yeah. Should we go on to the next news story? Please. Yeah. Okay, so this is my story that I've brought to the agenda today. It is about the vaccine passports that are being talked about. Boris is saying that it's mainly considered for international travel at the moment, though, but it does seem to be concerning people because some people don't want the vaccine, which I don't. I don't really have a lot of sympathy for, but there you are. So I have sourced this from the BBC, an article that was published on the 26th of March. In the video that goes with the article, Boris says that they are focusing on the vaccine to see how good it is first, and then they plan to review the certificate situation on the 5th or 6th of April. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. So the, the, the passport malarkey then is... Not passport. Is it a passport? They're calling it a passport. Yeah. So the vaccine passport is, from what I've heard so far, it's either you can you can fly with, um, well, you'll be able to fly with a passport or proof of a negative test. Mm. And that is a scary thought that someone can stop you travelling based on whether you've had a vaccine or not. But it's right, surely. I mean... Well, I suppose you can still spread it, though, if you've got the vaccine. You can still spread it if you've got the vaccine. That's The, the vaccine is only there to stop you suffering from the symptoms as much, if mm. at all. Um, but spreading it, it's still the same. So 
I don't, I mean, it's good to know that maybe you've got a percentage of people that have been vaccinated, but for example, I won't be vaccinated. Um, why not? Why? Because it hasn't been tested long enough. No, I think that as well. But then it's that or we stay in. Yeah, I'll stay in. I'll stay in. No, I'm not, I, I, I won't have the vaccine because it's not, it's not been tested long enough. Um, it's just been, I mean, it's been cooked up and pushed out in less than a year um it's it's just crazy i mean people i mean it's right if it does help it probably does help um there's probably some statistics out there that say that it does help but it would only make sense to rush it to those who are absolutely vulnerable Mm, i can see that like i initially i was saying i wasn't going to get it but then now they're saying, you know, you need a passport if you want to go to pubs or gyms and things like that. And if I did get it and it gave me some lifelong health conditions, I would be so angry with myself for not getting the vaccination. But then if I get the vaccination and then it does something, then I'll be angry about that as well. It's like you can't win, really. No, no, you can't win. It is a bit, it is a bit, um, it is quite horrible. I mean, luckily I've got access to an abundance of tests that I can take every week. So I would be fine on that front. Um, but yeah, I've got family abroad. So if they stop me traveling, that's really going to really, really annoy me. Mm. What about you, Arthur? Are you going to get the vaccine when it comes? Yeah, you're a bit quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I kind of uh, um, agree with Steve on this one. I don't think it has been out long enough and tested enough. And I'm quite lucky in myself I'm quite healthy I have no underlying health conditions so I you know I kind of feel like I'm a small majority that won't get affected by this virus but I, I'm more concerned about giving it than I'm um, you know contracting it myself so I'll be back to work before I'm even offered it so you know I, I, I don't know if that means I've got to apply myself or will I have to um, just wait for it to be offered to me I don't I don't know where I stand with it all so I don't really follow it but um I don't. I think for abroad, it should definitely be used. Like, I, I would one hundred percent. You know, like you have to, when you go to like Australia, you need types of jabs, and it'll just be another one that you need to get into the country. And the same for here. But as for the little things like cinemas, pubs, <coughs> restaurants, etc., I think that's a bit over the top in it. Showing a little. I mean, it's like another ID in in a way. Standing on the door, you have got to make sure they've had it or proof or something. Or yeah, sort of. Hassle. You'll have lines outside of pubs. The non the non jabbed line, and then the jabbed yeah. line. They'd be like they have to make two like pubs, like one up the back and one up. <laughs> yeah, the there'll front be two areas, like, two lines. Yeah, like the smoking area, that equivalent to that sort of thing, separating it. So, um, also, I'm not that great with needles, but that probably doesn't fly with the um, coronavirus, yeah. does it? I don't think so. No. Mind, it kind of seems like it's a punishment if you don't get the vaccine, then you can't come to these places because it would only be you that's affected if you haven't had the vaccine, but then. I suppose that's a strain on the NHS in turn, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 in my in my eyes, it's it doesn't seem fair at all, and I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a human right to refuse treatment for anything. Oh yeah, it's definitely, and they're not taking that away from you. No, they're just making it really difficult to live your normal life unless you do it. According to the um the link that um. Um, Jane dropped into the agenda. Um, the PM has said that drinkers will not need to prove that they have had a vaccine when pubs in England open for outside trade from 12th of April. 
So I don't mm. think it's going to affect our lives too much in the simple, simplest form of like way of living. But I, I'm just going to repeat myself here. I think for going abroad and anything that involves going out the country, should you should need it. Um, but I just, I don't know. It is what it is. And I don't think it has been tested long enough either. No, no. With that, though, I think it's more the opposite. I think it's an altruistic choice to have the vaccine. It's like if you want to be part of society, then you've got to have the vaccine, not strain the NHS. People get back to normal. I mean, the economy is failing. Like, we can't carry on like this and still live in such a coherent society, surely. And then if you go abroad, you can bring back a variation. I just think you shouldn't be allowed to go abroad for the minute. Yeah, but for how long? But that's the thing, you don't want to have the vaccine. That's just, you know, mm. for how long? It's just, it's just it's, there is no perfect number because we're never going to get it down to zero. We're never going to probably eradicate this virus. They've already mentioned in the past that it's going to be with us for forever, possibly. So I don't know what the perfect amount of cases, deaths per day all around is going to be. Right, that's enough to get on with life. Um, um, I, again, I have a different perspective being young. I just think we've got to get back to some normality. You know, a lot of people are suffering, stuck indoors, and I know that's, you know, a different story and a different topic, but we've got to get back to normality. We've got to, we've got to get back and we've got to live life. We've got to keep going. You know, we've, we've put up with the flu. People still have that, you know, December time, the elderly, and they still get it and die from it and pass it on. So it's just a, it's just a more severe, you know, um, form, a variant of that. That's just how I feel about it. Well, they've said 21st of June is when we we should be able to start taking off the masks, haven't they? Hmm. Right, shall we move on to the next one? Yes, I think it's yours, Steve. Yeah, so this is my article of uh, about zero COVID deaths reported in London for the second time this year. This was um, made news yesterday. Um, so basically... There have been no deaths reported in London because of COVID-19 for the second time in the year. So basically what's happened is people have been tested and then within the 28 days of them being tested, no one has died, which I guess is like, it's a, it's a, it's a positive outlook on the, uh, on this pandemic. Um, I mean, it just shows people are not dying as much. I mean, even nationally, the numbers are dropping. But what does that show that they're not dying? Because, I mean, they're still getting it. They're still getting it, but maybe there's some form of immunity or resistance that's building. Um, so... How do you say um, the abbreviation for Public Health England? Is it PU? 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 Is it just P-H-E? I, I don't know. I was just curious. I saw it in brackets and I was like trying to work out in my head. P-pew. Yeah, I think it's just P-H-E. Yeah. That is the focal point of this story, Arthur. Well done. Mm. <laughs> People are dying, but we need Sorry. to know how to pronounce the, 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 uh... the, the, the link. The, the link didn't work. It wouldn't work. It, it came out in the long format, so I couldn't. I didn't bother reading into that one. But I did read the notes underneath, which um, Jane put. So I won't. I won't steal them because that was um, that was your research on it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's sort of like a short article, but I think it's quite good news that there is. Um, there are days where no one are dying, especially in the capital like London, where everything everyone's on top of each other. Surely that's going to be a good sign for the rest of the country. Wasn't there um zero deaths in Scotland and Wales or something? Or was that what you were just saying? There might have been, yeah. Okay, yeah. I definitely read that. Yeah, I mean, I read London accounts for 12% of all the UK corona-related deaths. Which is a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not too surprising because it's London, but still, it is a lot. Yeah, 12% of the whole country in one place. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I, it's, it's going well. People are not, not as many people are dying. People are still dying, but not as many. Mm. I think that, um, does that wrap up the news section? I think we've read three articles there, haven't we? Could be. Yeah, we have. That is the end of the news. And we are going into the society and culture section. Brilliant. This is when one of us in each episode will come up with our own segment, whatever we want. And then we all just do it on the episode. Cool. That sounded weird. It made sense. So this is my segment and I have chosen for it to be all about adverts. Okay. So I've picked an advert and now we're all going to chat about it a bit. Okay, so the advert I chose is Epic Action Man, which is an advert for moneysupermarket.com. It was thought up by the advertising agency Mother, who just FYI do loads of great adverts. And just to give you a bit of background on the advert before we start chatting about it, the Epic Action Man advert was part of their Feel Epic campaign in 2018. You might also recognise ads from that campaign, such as the Pole Dancing Builder or the Stiletto Businessmen. Do you remember those? Ah, oh, that's okay. Yeah, now I see who it's mm. made. Well, yeah, I see the advert. Yeah, I like those adverts. Those adverts are funny. Ringing a bit of a bell. They were great. So I'll describe the advert as this is audio. We can't show you what it is, but I imagine you will recognise it. It starts with a soldier action man finding out he saved money using moneysupermarket.com and now he feels epic. To vent his epicness, he and his troops and various other characters in the area start their own fabulous and eventually synchronised dance to the provoking song Finally by CC Penistun. I can't imagine what that name must have been in school. <laughs> you should see the spelling of it. It's, it's exactly how you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> we, sh- we should just um, probably mention we're not sponsored by Money Supermarket, are we? So No, we're not. No, okay. That's good. I just wanted to clarify that before we like might slag the advert off, but I wasn't going to. I liked it, but carry on. It was a stop-motion animation. It even had actual choreographers for the dance who were Richie Jackson and Block Agency. And I found it a bit interesting that the action man needed a licensor who's Hasbro. I don't even know what that means. I guess it's because you're using an actual brand of doll. Yeah, I think so. I think it's because they are using action man and that's owned by Hasbro. So they need to go to Hasbro to be able to say this is an action man in the advert or even just use a doll that even looked like action man. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean... Overall, my rating would just be brilliant. I suppose, for a rating, do you need stars or can you just say, like, an adjective? I think you should do it out of ten. I think you should you should either ten. list it in... Yeah, list it in a top five. Is this in your top five adverts or out of ten? It's definitely in my top five. I would give it a seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half, that's strong. Yeah. That's a strong rating. I think so. It is an advert that I would actually seek out on YouTube long after it stopped running, which is exactly what I have done. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really clever. Um, it, the fact that it is actually stop animation and not CGI, because I wasn't too sure, because it's really smooth. 
it is really well done. Um, it is fabulous. Leisurely with stop animation, you can tell that it is stop animation. But this this one is yeah is really smooth. Mm. They have done well. Although like um, it is a bit weird. I don't know. It's just I, I do just find it a bit odd that they've got Action Man to do it. See, I love that because the whole thing has like a delicious campness to it. Like, like from the very beginning. Yeah, it's sort of like a YMCA vibe. Mm. Mm. Also, I loved the sound of gravel throughout it. Like, there's a lot of gravel sounds, and I fucking love the sound of gravel. <laughs> At the beginning of the Action Man's dance, there's a there's an incredible scene. He's like sort of twisting around on the gravel and. Oh, and then he's doing like a moonwalk. Yeah, the gravel sounds are high. Are you into ASMR? What is ASMR? AS- I don't know what ASMR actually stands for, but it's when people, they do like really weird little noises with like a microphone. Like they'll get paper and crumple it up next to the microphone. And it's just so soothing. Oh, I've never listened to that. It, it can be, it can be anything. It can be anything. I think there's like a YouTube channel where this little girl just like whispers into the microphone, and it's just like a little girl whispering into the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, she's about. She must be about thirteen, fourteen, but she's got a huge, huge following online with it. It stands for Aviation Support Equipment Technician. Oh, um, what? <laughs> I don't know why there's a T in there because it doesn't have a T in it. That's not oh. the right thing. Oh god, it's not. Forget <laughs> it. Ignore what it. What are you reading? <laughs> I what was that? I just did a little Google <laughs> on the side and I typed in ASMR <laughs> and it just did asthma. Hey, what's it called again? A- ASMR. S- it stands for autonomous sensory oh, forget it. meridian forget- response. I don't know why I bother. So it's a tingling sensation that usually begins on the scalp and moves down the back. So you know when you've just like, I don't know, like a little bit of cold breeze or whatever, and you're like, ooh, you shake a bit. Your hair stick like up. That. Yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, it's a bit like that, but people make noises to sort of induce that. Going back to the, um, you know, the bit we were talking about, the advert, the, the thing we're meant to be following here. Um, I'm going to back up the campness of it here by saying it reminded me of like, the Barbie characters. Not that Barbie's camp, but I don't know. Like, mm. it kind of like Ken and... What's her name? Bar- oh, Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbie, of course. Ket Barbie, that's the name. Um, uh, And it did seem like a laugh, and it probably was a film, a laugh-making, you know, moving them about on the little mini set. And um, But I wasn't too sure what it had to do with Money Supermarket, but then what ads do these days, they're all like to get you, draw you in, and then go, oh, Money Supermarket at the end. And you're like, oh. Well, the link is the epic feeling, like that feeling that you've done yourself a solid did you say you've done a solid i thought you said you've done a solid yeah you've done yourself a solid oh done yourself okay not a solid shit just like a good thing sorry you've done yourself a favor yeah i'm with you now (laughs) jolly good i mean yeah it's just one of those things like cadbury's doesn't have anything to do with gorillas but that ad still has 10 million views on YouTube. What? what oh, yeah, the, um, I can feel, I, I can't, I shouldn't sing, we'll get down yeah. for copyright, but, um. Phil Collins, I can feel it coming in the yeah, air tonight. Yeah, 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 I know that one. Yeah. Have you not seen it, Steve? No, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't like, if it's adverts online, I use, I, I use an ad block, so I don't see adverts. 
This is from like 2007, the gorilla one. 2007? I can't remember mm. what I did three days ago, let alone watching an advert from 2007. If you see it, I, you must have seen it somewhere. Like it is so iconic. He's in the little, um, in the studio with the little purple drum kit. Yeah, everything's purple. It's like a nice yeah. tie to Cadbury's in that way. It's yeah. pretty cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to watch it after we finish recording. Oh, I bloody love some chocolate mm. now. Sure thought, Jane. Reminded me. Oh, don't get me started. Well, before we move on from the advert, mm. I just wanted to say that the climax, I think, is when there's suddenly a cricket player, a skier and a spaceman in the shot with a soldier in a synchronised dance number. It's the sort of routine I want to learn myself. I, I might actually. But yeah, it ends with Action Man ripping off his uniform to reveal a speedo underneath. That's quite funny. That is. Funny. Yeah, I, I did. I did give it a watch and I did find myself humming to um the song throughout mm. the rest of the day. So cheers for that. Yay. Do you want to give us a little rendition of what the song goes like in case people don't know? Definitely not. Come on. Have, nope. a, have a little sing song. Nope, nope, nope. I'm good. Finally, it has happened to me. Yeah. I don't know the rest. Finally, me right in front of my face. I just can't hide it. Something like that. <laughs> all right, let's come on. No. Thank you, Arthur. It's all right. <laughs> that was beautiful. Do you sing at weddings? Um, I don't believe in them, so no. You don't believe in weddings? They're real. They happen. <laughs> the, pro- the the whole like thing behind it, you know, the ring and the proposing and the money and the day and the dress and the build up, and it it probably a bit of jealousy because I probably never do it myself. But um, oh, don't beat yourself up. Oh, I know we're. Oh, I'm just not very good at singing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, should we go? Should we move on through the agenda? Yeah, I think yeah. we've covered that. Okay, so in this part. We're going to be talking about what each of us has liked over the past two weeks. And disliked. Right, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. <clears throat> so, um, as I probably previously mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm kind of a fan of things online and being indoors. So lockdowns allowed me to um, enjoy a few more walks and discover my local self-downs and get out there more and be a bit more active and give give you know walks a go because i own two little dogs and i'm very like sort of what's the word like very just very the same every day i'll just do like the same walk to the top and the bottom i might venture a bit further to the chalk pit if i you know feel a bit adventurous or it's a nicer day or i've got a bit more time on my hands so i'm very kind of not mainstream i don't know what the word is you sort of repetitive you sort of stick to the same route a creature of habit i don't know that sounds about right and um it's all this spare time has given me more time to, you know, adventure a bit more, you know, jump in the car. I know you probably shouldn't go out your social local area because of the restrictions and that, but pull up at the seafront or find a, a different spot, go to, we have a local golf course, you know, use that up there and go through different gates and find different bits of downs and that. Oh, I would love to go to the sea. Yeah, I'm quite lucky for mm. the area that I've got. <clears throat> so it's been, yeah, that that's one of the, that's the, that's the um thing I've liked <clears throat> over the past, uh, Two weeks was it? Yeah, two, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walks. Walks nice. and that. Mm. I do love a walk. You gotta love a walk. Mm. It's so nice, especially now, like today, with the weather. It's just been so lovely to walk the dog. 
<laughs> All right, then. Jane, what have you liked? Well, it's what I'm going to like. I have enjoyed the news that shops are going to be reopening on the 12th of April because I'm I'm gagging to go into a charity shop. I just need, you know, to go in and touch things and be able to feel <laughs> what I'm looking at, not just looking online and, you know, you think it's going to be big and it gets here and it's small or you pick something out and there's a stain on it when it comes and you've got to return it. I just want to be able to look at it and buy it. God, that's that's a proper obsession of yours, isn't it? Gagging, big coming at you. Um, let's be say about that, the better. <laughs> what? Wait, what? What? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Your choice of words, Jane. There. <laughs> I, I didn't say the words. That's what I, that's what I heard. If I'm not correct, if I'm not um, misheard. No, you were wrong. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll happily be wrong. wrong. That's what I'm here for, you know, to <laughs> to learn and find out more stuff and that. Oh, Jesus, that was funny. Oh. Steve, what are you looking forward to or what have you liked from the past two weeks? From the past two weeks, I've enjoyed showering my parrot outside because A, he bloody loves it, and B, it just... just Remind me that the weather is nice and it's going to get better and better from here on until winter time when it sucks and we can't go outside again. I was just curious. I noticed in the notes you we put down here in the um, agenda, um, you put more more car. Is that a type of bird or is that its name or is, it, is that how you pronounce it? Macaw. Yeah, Macaw is the type oh. of parrot that I have. His name is oh. Blue. He's a blue and gold Macaw. But yeah, he loves a shower outside. He like flaps his wings, shakes his tail feathers. Aren't you worried he's going to sort of just f- go straight up into the atmosphere and just disappear and never f- come back? Mm. He's not a bloody rocket. Well, I don't know. He flies up and then just... I got... was wondering what the procedure would be. Like, do you have him on a rope? We have, a, we have an aviary in the garden. So it's basically a giant birdcage. It's about... I don't know. It must be about eight, nine foot tall and about... I don't know, what's 360, 60 metres in feet? That's okay, we don't need to know it. It's 11 foot wide. Yeah, I'm not good with numbers anyway, so don't worry about it too much. Yeah, it's 11 foot wide. Yeah, they all go in there in the summer all day and they love it. So is it, do you need like a, like so it's, the pressure is quite low or do you just sort of shoot it in? No, it's like a mist setting on the garden hose and it it creates like a mist. Oh. So he just like, yeah, he he sits on his rope and I mist him. And he just, he, he loves it. It's so cute. Oh, okay. Right. Right. That was our likes from the past two weeks, wasn't it? So I hope you uh, gave you an insight. Um, now we're going to do the complete opposite and we're going to go for the um, our dislikes over the past two weeks. I'll start it off since I'm talking. And I've managed to, again, the opposite, I've managed to um, watch more telly. Lockdown's allowed me to watch more television. Apart from the football or the live snooker that's on TV, I don't really use it much. I'm more of a Netflix kind of, you know, uh, what's it called like a uh, the downloaded kind of stuff all like that's out there netflix amazon all for anything that's you know already been um streaming. streaming that's the word thank you very much so um we popped on some you know television and it happened to be antiques roadshow and i thought why not give it a watch there's nothing else going on and it just it just annoys me the the, the snobbery on there and, and the i'm gonna have to use the word just the bollocks of it all really it just the paintings and the prices and just people in sunny gardens pottering about 
magnifying glass things, looking at things in details. It's like, can't be doing with it. Um, it's just, it, you know, it, but people have their things that they like, but I just, it's just sick of it, you know, all artsy and lining things up. And they, they did this segment of the show where they lined up three different things that this fella had in his childhood. And the, and the presenter, the woman was like, right, here we go. I'm going to guess which one's the most from the most expensive to the least expensive in order. She got it wrong. It was like a rocking chair, a little thing you spin about. I don't know what they're called. And they make colours, sort of like you spin them about. And they have like on a little pin and they like almost look like they're going to roll over. And then there were, and then there was like a teddy a bear. A turn top. Yeah, turn top. Yeah, thank you. Um, that was probably, I remember them. Well, I don't remember them, but um, they're from the olden days, aren't they? And they just did that. And I was like, oh. But do you know what's annoying? I watched it. I sat there and watched it, even though I wasn't enjoying it. That's the thing with telly. It's, it's just, you, you know, you just can sit there and watch it. It's just there, yeah. isn't it? So it's probably not that big of a deal. But. I haven't done that in ages, just sat down and watched telly. Like, when you know there's something that you can watch that you actually want to watch online, I find that is probably why TV is dying. Yeah. Oh, that's... Well, I mean, I watch TV, but I don't watch, like, live telly. Like, I'm not waiting for something to come on, literally. It's, it's, if it's not on demand, I'm not watching it. See, I miss that. I miss scheduled TV and that being the only option. Do you? Yeah, I really do. I like the freedom of choosing what you want to watch. Oh, I hate it. I think it's like, it really shows how greedy we all are as a society. And I think we need that schedule, really. Like, you get the magazine, you look through it, you see what you want to watch, get a little highlighter. I miss that. I used to watch... um like you know what's it called i'm a celeb get me out of here that stuff that when that would come on oh, that's yeah. probably the only thing i watch every year i'd religiously follow it or like children in need i remember as a kid you'd raise it in the school it'd build up and then you'd spend all night watching it but yeah i agree i, I rarely ever flick through the channels and see what's on um for mm. me it's either the, the live sports that are on telly and then you have to watch them because that's when they're on oh my nan hates those she says there should be a separate channel for just the sports rather than it going on like the BBC or ITV and I agree. What? Agreed. Agreed. But it's international it's your it's your team what you you would England or even with England. Well, FA Cups. Yeah, put it on a separate channel. Yeah, any sport. Oh, but you probably watch Coronation Street and EastEnders so you miss out on that, don't you? That's why. I watch Coronation Street true and it does piss me off when it's replaced by football. But I uh, but, 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 but what you so you think people should have to pay to watch their national team? No, I yeah. think it should be a separate still free but a separate channel. Mm. I don't know. Separate yeah, it should be a separate. I mean it annoys me when it happens to me like I don't know twice a year when I'm watching um, I'm a celebrity and they're like oh it's not on tonight cuz of football and it's mm-hmm. like I would. I'm sure most of the country would rather watch this. Doesn't I'm a celebrity cut into like other channel times because it has, it's live and they might go to an extra bit. So no, but it. it's it's like it's slotted into that time, isn't it? It's not cutting yeah. over or anything. Football kicks it off. Sometimes it's we're not live to not tomorrow or we're not on tomorrow because football's on. It's like oh for God's sake. Mm. I'm annoyed now, but get right. Who's next? Right. Jane, are you up next? Do you want to do it or do you want to... Yes, I will give my dislike. My dislike from the past two weeks. And I think this is very relevant to the past two weeks. Is old people who hog the path now. Because they didn't used to. It's only because they've got the vaccine that they couldn't give a shit. They're coming into the middle. 
They don't care if you're young. They're looking at you like the tables have turned. They're getting vicious. Yeah. Old people are quite like... They, they do think they own the place. I remember um, a couple... Well, a few months... Yeah, maybe a few months back, I bought a bike and um, I was adjusting the brake, so it wasn't like safe to be on the road with it. But I just went on the pavement a bit and there were these old couple and I went round them at like, I don't know, five miles an hour. And they turned around and started telling me that I was a danger to everyone else around. They're just crazy. They're like, oh, you almost hit us. You're dangerous. You shouldn't be riding that on the pavement. Literally, I was crawling along, just testing my brakes and suspension. They think they own it. I'd probably be with the old people. You'd be with the old people? Yeah, so would yeah. I. It's not safe for me to be on the road. Then you shouldn't be having it on the pavement. Should have never gone out in the first place, Steve. Should have just done it in your garden or something. Yeah. In the garden? How big do you think my garden is? I don't know. Or just up and down your little estate road, you know. I don't know how you got that far in the first place and then realised. Yes, Steve. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, then. Well, yeah, I just thought it was all right. Mm, I agree with um, Jane about old people walking up the path, though. They they think they're it now. They, they, they walk into boots and they think they can do what they want. They can't, you know... They walk into boots. Well, wherever old people shop, I don't know. <laughs> That's where old people live now. Picking up their medication. Yeah. At Boots Pharmacy. Yeah. At Boots Pharmacy, yeah. Again, um yeah, if you need medic if you need um any of that stuff, probably go to Boots. Again, we're not sponsored by Boots. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Although if they want to send some money our way <laughs> That would be fine. Yeah, that would be fine. There's no problem there. Right, um, should we go on to my dislike from the past two weeks? Uh-huh. Um, so, I started The Big Bang Theory um, because I love it. And I finished it last night and now I don't know what to watch or to do with my days or my evenings. Any suggestions? What baffles me is that your dislike is that you don't know what to do now you've finished The Big Bang Theory. It's not that the ending to The Big Bang Theory is quite shite. <laughs> no, the ending was sweet. The ending was sweet, and it kind of makes sense that they had to write something up quick, I guess, because Jim Parsons quit. So, it, I mean, the, the ending was nice. He got his Nobel Prize. Well, spoiler alert. Got his Nobel Prize. Penny's pregnant. Oh, shit. I haven't seen the ending. <laughs> I was referring to, like, the last series. <laughs> the last oh, season. Might as well tell her the rest now, Steve, because... Well, no, what do you mean the last season? The last season is the final season. How yeah, but it's... not watched the ending? It's not the end. Like, I got halfway through and I just... I thought it was rubbish, so I just stopped. Oh, well, then you don't care, do you? That's true. They fixed the lift as well. Might as well put that out there. Oh. oh, look at him chucking more in. Yeah, they do fix the lift. Maybe one that day I'll true. finish it when there's nothing else on. Oh, come on. It's sweet. Nah, they killed it. They ruined the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Sheldon used to, like, it used to be cool that he was, you know, it was, like, unspoken that he had OCD and autism and things like that. Whereas now in the later ones, they just bring it up all the time and it's, like, a constant sympathy scrounge. Yeah. I preferred before, like, they, um, 
met women and stuff. They were doing their own little thing and it kind of went... But that's the whole premise of the show, isn't it, really? But I don't know. It's yeah. one of those shows where character growth or change didn't really work. Yeah, it's sort of like, not coming of age, but yeah, it's sort of like they go from... They, I don't know, I think the characters are supposed to be quite young in the beginning. They're about in their 20, 25, 28 or something like that and they go up to like maybe 40. It's just to show that growth and in adult life. I think it's really nice. Yeah, isn't Penny supposed to be 21 when she starts? Possibly, I yeah. I know Rose in Doctor Who was supposed to be 18. Yeah, I th- well, she could have passed off for an 18-year-old. Yeah, 18 plus four years. Wasn't she like 23 when she started? I don't, I don't, I don't actually know. But yeah, I think she could have passed off for it. She's quite young-looking, Billy Piper. I don't know, not 18. Mind, she was my favourite site. Anyway, we're getting off now. Should we <laughs> Should we move on to entertainment? Yeah, let's move on to entertainment. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is much like the news section. We've each picked our own story to bring to the table. Arthur, I believe you're first. I am, and I've got to scroll down. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm not very good with using all this stuff, so I accidentally... Um, took my notes and put it on the wrong agenda so i've just had to transition to the page i needed so yes oh god i, I picked the wrong story because i can't even pronounce the fella's name because it um it's he's polish <laughs> so i'm gonna have a go at this so apologies if he's listening i doubt it he's um he's in prison so um Mazukamiski. um i'm just gonna call him by his surname kaminski kaminski Um, He is originally from Poland, and in 2017, um, he told his boss that he had been taken by three men against his will, and that led to the police opening up an investigation into his disappearance and a search for um, the um, the man, um, Kamininski. He is a 37-year-old chef, and he lived in Wiltshire, and he sent a message to his boss explaining that he had been taken by the men who forced him into the back of their white BMW. Kaminsky said that he managed to escape before hiding in bushes and then going to hospital. But as it happened, the father of one... He hadn't been held captive, basically, in the end of it. It was all a ruse and a lie. Um, and it, it, was, it was a false story. And he sent the message to his boss from the safety of his own home. He was convicted by a Swindon jury in February of preventing the course of justice and fraud by false representation. He has since been censored to... Si- oh, so he's not in prison. That's my, me jumping the gun here. He's probably out now he could be listening to this actually he has since been (laughs) sentenced to 16 months in prison for making up the far-fetched story um the court heard that he faced financial difficulties a few years ago and had fortunately declared himself bankrupt so he kind of i don't even know he had a job he was a chef but he then decided to be kidnapped even though he he was bankrupt surely he would keep the job that's what i took from it keep working get yourself out of bankruptcy i really don't know that was the main key points. The rest was kind of just went on to say, um, again, I'm going to have to get out more. So this is going to take up a lot of time. Um, so when did that take place? When did all this happen? Well, it happened back in 2017, but it's only recently um, come of age, according to this article. Let oh. me just get it up at the top. Uh, that's, that's, that's some... Uh... That takes some doing, though. Faking a kidnapping to get off work. According to the article, I'll just refresh it, it happened one week ago. 
and it was uh, when I typed in looking for news, entertainment news for the section, it came up. So I don't, it can't be from three years ago. This is embarrassing. This is good thing we've made a pilot because keep talking amongst yourselves while I try and find it. But the article doesn't even say. I don't know why this guy just didn't call in sick. I have no idea. Does it say in the article how long he wanted to be off for? I do have a lot of respect for people who go to like such extravagant, excessive lengths to get a bit of money or I mean, get off work. Yeah, I don't know. He could have tried to have done it for the uh, like the insurance or something if he had like life insurance that covered him for kidnapping. But to skive off work, geez, that yeah, that is. That's a bit much. Was it literally to skive off work or was it for the financial hardship? Well, the article says he um, faked his own kidnapping to get off work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine getting a text as a boss? I've been kidnapped. It's like, what do you do there? That sounds like a joke that went very wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... God, that would be so stressful. He described the vehicle. It was a white BMW that three men picked him up. He managed to escape in some and hid in some bushes. Um, so he's come up, yeah, he's come up with the details of the story. He has actually sent this to someone, all from his own home. And as the boss, you've got to be like, what the hell is going on? That is mad. I apologise. I should have done more research into this, but I'm not really... Well, I am bothered, but I'm not... I just... I can't believe there's nothing on this page that says the date. (sighs) Well, shall we move on to my news, my entertainment news story? Let's go on to James. Yeah, let's do that. Okie doke. So, the entertainment story I have brought is about how Ricky Gervais is working with the Humane Society of the United States to combat animal testing... They've released a teaser on their YouTube channel for the Save Ralph campaign, a stop-motion animation in which Ralph is the half-blind, half-death rabbit. I'm guessing he's going to be talking about his experiences as an animal-testing animal. That seems to be the gist. I don't know how long it's going to be. But Ricky plays the interviewer slash director, I think. Mm. Is what I think yeah, I think I watched the video. It's, it's a pretty... I don't know, it's really creepy. Yeah, like... I'll say what um, T-H-S-U-S. I mean, that's the abbreviation, but I feel like it would take less time to just say the full thing. So I'll say what they said in their bio, which is quite long, so good luck. They said, Introducing Ralph, the new spokesbunny of the global campaign to ban animal testing for cosmetics. Save Ralph is a powerful stop-motion animation short film produced by Humane Society International, featuring an all-star multinational cast, including... Taika Watiti, Ricky Gervais, Zac Efron, Olivia Munn. Okay, there's a few others, but who cares? And then he says it is coming April 2021. So, yeah. Yeah. So soon then. Well, yeah, in a couple of days. It's officially April. I don't know when in April it's going to come out. But yeah, it's, um, it's really creepy. Yeah, I mean, even just the just the look, and it's so sad, the fact that he's like, oh, I'm deaf in this ear, I'm blind in this ear, and it's like, oh, you poor little bastard. I'm not really a fan of rabbit anyway. Like, I prefer like um, chickens and um, beef and that. But um... do you know why they've chosen a rabbit? Because it's more 
cute and cuddly for kids. Yeah, that's that's that you don't mm. generally eat it. What? No, they've chosen a rabbit because that's what that's probably one of the animal oh, along yeah. with monkeys. What they get the most, what they test on the most, probably with monkeys, mice, and rabbits. Yeah, but I mean, they they seem to be quite strategic in not picking a rat. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's cute. You wouldn't relate as much to a, to a rat, as horrible as that sounds. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it it does sort of like pull at your heartstrings a bit. It does have a cute sense to it, but I was hoping for a more like bumbly voice actor for the rabbit. I mean, you know, without and it's going to sound rude, but I can't stand the Australian accent. So to give this bunny it. It kind of puts me off. You would have preferred a female voice. No, just like a bumbly old man, you know, preferably English or Welsh, Irish. Mm-hmm. Just bumbly rather than like a... I mean, it makes him sound a bit pervy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, with what he's been through, he might be a bit deranged. Mm. He's been chemically treated in an eye, in an eye that's now gone blind. Mm. Poor little bugger can't hear anything. He's got tinnitus. He's not living his best life. He's still got a suit on though. He's made an effort for it, so I'll give I'll give him that. He's made an effort, yeah. It is a brilliant set, mind, and the yeah. costume. Like obviously yeah. it's stop motion, so all of that is just like tiny furniture and stuff. That is nice. I love that they did it in a seventies style. Oh, it's just a really small rabbit. <laughs> yeah. They're really showing their target audience, like Gen Z and Millennials. We're loving the 70s style right now, I think. Yeah, I quite like it. It's quite nice, isn't it, the set? Mm. Yeah. It's quite a nice set. I was going to say it reminds me, if you've seen Mr. Fantastic Fox, that kind of um, vibe to it. Um, Yeah. I really, I really... And I really enjoyed that film. It has got that kind of vibe. Um, And and I said um, it definitely um, would help younger people understand. I think it would definitely, because it it attracts it, you know. I'm I'm pretty sure if I showed it to my nephew, he'd be like, oh, little rabbit. And he probably probably wouldn't be able to understand Mm. it, but you might be able to break it. I don't know if you can drop that on kids, can you? Oh, rabbits get stuff put in their eyes and their ears cut off and all that kind of stuff or made deaf. I think that's what they want. I think they want this to be a digestible way for kids to understand that things are tested on animals and this is what happens is this gonna be for kids though for everyone isn't it it's got ricky gervais in it so i doubt it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true but i don't know it's like i don't could you show a kid this i think so i mean kids aren't idiots like i remember as kids being shown you know, when you'd see those drink driving ones or when you go wear your seatbelt and it'd be like the mum's dead because the boy's hit his oh, head. Oh, they were horrific. The yeah, they are really horrific. Yeah. There's but... that one of the um, bike as well when it just goes right into the side of a T-junction and a car that pulls out. Mm. Um, yeah, you see all that from the perspective of the, like when they're a ghost and that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, were, they were horrible. I didn't, yeah. I, I was uh, I was I was scared of everything as a kid, uh, but yeah, I could not I I was not comfortable with those um those kind of adverts. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think you'd be able to show this to a kid. But they did the job. That's the whole point. Like if you put it too fluffy, it won't do the job. Like I remember those adverts, probably forever. I mean, have you seen that first aid one, where the boy slips on the swimming pool and he bangs his head and then the mum can't get into the swimming pool because she's like 
on top of the water and it's sort of signifying if you can't do first aid then you might as well just let him drown jesus that is that is, that is brutal it is brutal Could you just I mean, jump in and get him out yeah but it's like signifying that it's like she can't get to him so once she had gotten him out if she couldn't give him first aid it's almost as if she left him in the water she doesn't know how to give him first aid that's so stupid yeah that jesus yeah i was probably mummy cuddled a bit too much when i was younger i was probably not allowed to be shown those things i wasn't even allowed to climb trees and that i had to ride a bike with stabilizers on it really i've never broken a bone as little no neither have i touch wood oh there we go it's three of us right come on then we got the last one here it's by steve i'm not gonna lie I didn't even see this one on the agenda, so I don't know what it's about, but... It... Fucking hell, Sorry. Arthur. Did you even look at it? No, I just... Yeah. Half-arsed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, take it away, Steve. You seem to know what you're on about. Okay, so this one sort of uh, tickled me a bit, because it's... Um, people got caught sneaking into a gym, but they did it in kind of a clever way, where they just literally went in looking like construction workers with helmets on, high-vis jackets, but they did have, obviously, like, a gym bag in their hand. And the gym in question got taken to court, um, which I think they got off. I don't think they ended up with a big fine of any sorts. Um, but I just thought it was a really weird uh, way of doing this. It, it's, I mean, I don't know if people... People shouldn't be doing it, obviously, because of COVID, but I, I, I do wonder as to how they found out like, who was lingering around this gym going, hold on a minute, there's loads of people with high jackets and gym bags going in there. You know what I mean? Well, I imagine it's neighbours, isn't it? Like, it's probably in a residential area. I know, but it's just, it's such, a, it's such an odd thing to pick up on. Well, didn't it say there were 60? Like, a neighbour saw 60 of them coming in and out? Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's even, like, weirder, because they're sat there counting them. Mm. But isn't it... It's an independent gym as well, so it would be weird. It's yeah, it's an independent gym. I imagine it, it's yeah. small. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, just a bit. I thought it was quite funny, that the the length that people are going through just to get to the gym, when probably most of the stuff that they're doing, they could just do at home. Mm. Like I I find it humorous in that they went to that effort and they you know, mm. it's just elaborate, but. In COVID, I, it does get on my nerves. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have done it, but it is like, they, they, they've just come up with a funny way to do it, mm. to get around it. I mean, it's it's almost brilliant, but in the circumstances, it's quite ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's like you wear the, the, the most visible thing to mm. not be seen. Well, wasn't the whole point of it was to... um sort of pretend they're going into to perhaps do work on yeah. the gym, perhaps a refurb. Yeah, that was the whole idea. And then to cover up. That was up the whole to, idea. Yeah, so they had to kind of fit in. I mean, it does mention that they, because luckily you um you did your research on it and you left the link kindly, so I've just had a quick scroll while you were, two were chatting away there about it. And they were muscly people wearing high-vis jackets, hard hats and tracksuits, and they were seen outside the gym and they have been accused of, stay, of staying open during the second lockdown. So... But where they fall down is that they were all wearing, they were all obviously in gym gear and wearing, um, carrying like sports bags. Yeah. They should have gone in those uh, all-in-ones with their gym stuff mm. underneath. 
Mind, I liked that in the first line, it seemed to suggest that the main evidence that these were not actual construction workers was that they were muscly. Like, they were suspiciously <laughs> muscly. <laughs> yeah. God, these guys are jacked. You don't you don't get them abs from lifting, like, you know... <laughs> yeah, bricks, bricks all day. That's too, you know, <laughs> too strong. You've been to a gym. <laughs> He's too big for lifting bricks all day, that lad. Did they have any evidence oh. for that there was any construction done? Surely that would be, you know, the main thing. Like, do you have any paperwork to show you've been paying these people for coming doing work? Can you see any work? So what happened in the court case was, I think, that the, someone got taken to court. They represented oh. themselves and said that they weren't a manager at the gym. Um, so the, 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 the case couldn't move forward because basically that person didn't own it or run it. But then after the uh, case got dismissed or delayed, they uh, found out that the person was the director of the gym. So he's sort of, I think he's got off. I don't think he's been fined anything. I mean, that sounds ridiculous. That sounds like a sitcom court. What was going on? It just sounds, I don't understand law. Yeah, it looked like no one did any research prior to like taking them to court. Mad. And it seems we have reached the end of the episode. Yeah. Good. I mean, yeah, brilliant. (laughs) Good, thank God. I mean, yeah, great. So here it just says wrap up and plugs. Does anyone want to have a go at wrapping up? Uh, I think Arthur should do this. Go on then. Because he's pretty motivated at the minute. Oh, for fun. <clears throat> okay. Right, um, we're all wrapped up here. Um, podcast done. Pilot. Bish Bosh. That should be out in a couple of days, hopefully. Um, don't take my word for it. I'm just assuming. But um, we've got an email address here. So if you want to, you know, we want to hear your opinions on what we've had a chat about, then free feel to give us a, a cheeky email on um, BritishPeoplePodcast at uh, gmail.com. That is uh, BritishPeoplePodcast at gmail.com. All right. Cool. Well done. Goodbye. Cheers, man. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Right, this is it. See ya. Okay, I'm going to stop recording now.